Guten Tag. Oh, bonjour. Und wie geht es dir heute? Say. <laughs> All right. So, I was German for how are you today? Gut. Gut. Wunderbar. Fabian. <laughs> All right. So, uh, welcome to Inner Dialogue. Uh, how you doing today, Kim? You know, Mitch, I'm doing all right, man. Good. You're sounding sexy on that end. Got a brand new Shure microphone. Ah, uh, yes. I uh, I realized January 1st will be my six-year anniversary of podcasting. Right on. I was like, you know what? I think at this point it's a little more than a hobby. Mm -hmm. I have been doing it for quite a while. And, uh, you know, I've put out close to 300 episodes total across all the shows that I've done. I should probably get a professional microphone at this point. And so mm -hmm. I, I treated myself as Christmas to a sure SM seven B and it, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. I like it very, very, very much. It is uh, probably, I think the most common studio microphone in radio right now. Mm -hmm. I see that one a lot. Yeah. It's a little nerd talk. It's very gain hungry. Very, because mm -hmm. it's a dynamic mic, so it's super, super quiet. But that also means it's super, super focused. Like it's got the the hyper hypercardio hypercardioid. Uh, so I had to get a cloud lifter, which gives it twenty five dBs of clean gain mm. to get this nice, nice sound. But yeah, it's um, talk nerdy to me, Cam. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's super nice, and uh, I, I got it specifically too because it's also. Um, you can use it for a lot of, it's got a, it's like a flat response microphone. So like the pod mic that I was using before is EQ'd specifically for like spoken word. And that's, and it's mm -hmm. not great for like singing or for uh, miking guitar amps or drums. Whereas, you know, this is, is better in all of those ways. Um, so it's much more um, versatile as well. Mm -hmm. So I can use it for music applications as well. So uh, yeah, I'm really happy with it. Yeah. It's got a good tight gate on it too. Um, mm -hmm. much like, much like the Heil that I use. So if you get, you get off the mic, you can't really hear it, hear it very well. So it's good stuff. So, <laughs> so how was your Christmas, man? Ah, uh, it was good. I didn't go anywhere. I stayed. Well, I shouldn't say like I went to friends' houses. I didn't travel. Uh, so I went and, uh, hung out with one of my buddies who helps in the youth group and plays in the band with me at church. His wife was working during the day she works at the hospital. So I hung out with him for like an hour or so. And then, um, I went to a, uh, family's house for Christmas lunch slash dinner and played a bunch of games and watched basketball and ate lots of yummy food. And then I came home and, uh, I watched the university of Michigan men's basketball team whoop up on the uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers, uh, and had a couple beers. So overall, yep. Pretty enjoyable day. Yeah. How about you? We went up and visited family. So uh, my my folks are um, still in Wisconsin here, but but uh, maybe about an hour away from us. And I had a good time with them. I get to see my sister and brother-in-law, who I don't get to see a lot. So that's always fun. And we did the normal exchange gifts, eat together, eat way too much, um, enjoy all my mom's you know, goodies that she makes for, uh, for Christmas. That's going to have me exercising and starving myself for the next month. 
Um, I was going to show you the plate of cookies that, uh, that she gave me, um, when I, when I left, but there's only a little bit left. <laughs> yeah. You have, uh, <laughs> you've like done, maybe you've done half. some work there, Mitch. Yeah. There's maybe half left. So, yeah, I'm pretty much figuring today is my last day of not caring how much I eat and tomorrow, you know, well, maybe I'm going to need a 40 day fast to get, to take care of Christmas. So we'll see. All right. Well, I do have a little bit of a show follow-up from the last show. Uh, my wife, I, I'm always interested to hear what she has to say about, about the show. And she, she said to me, she's like, Hey, that show you guys did this last time. This is really good. And I'm, I'm like, Oh, thanks, hon. She's like, yeah, you let Cam talk. <laughs> you know, I'm a storyteller. I do talk a lot. I get it. But uh, that's funny. But yeah, so she's like, you, you need to turn your microphone off more often and just let Cam go. <laughs> so I will, well I will do my best. Well, I will do my best. So <laughs> that was not what I was expecting. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, the uh, the AirPods Max we talked about a little bit on the last show. You are not a fan. Have you changed your opinion on that at all? No. If anything, I'm uh, I'm double down on my not being a fan. Okay. I definitely it dropped down my priority list a bit. I I do I do really like them, and I could see see how I could use them well, but. Um, one thing that I thought would be really cool to use them for uh, is something that I'm definitely going to struggle with a little bit. And that was doing a lot of editing with them and come to find out the computational audio in the, in the device doesn't let you really hear what you're actually listening to. Cause it does a lot of extra uh, computing and stuff to make whatever you're sounding or whatever you're listening to sound optimal. So if you're trying to use that for sound editing, uh, it kind of does all the work for you. So what you're hearing is not actually the the product that you're going to, that you're going to send to your client or whatever. So, so mm-hmm. it kind of can't be used for that, which is kind of a bummer because I was hoping to be able to do that. I also, we talked a little bit about how, you know, it'd be really cool to see them do like a little cable from the, from the headphones so that you could plug them into a soundboard or something like that. Yeah. That's a thing, right? That is a thing actually. And I was not aware of that when we recorded last time, but I've also heard that the cable that, uh, that Apple sells for $35, (laughs) it's three and a half. It was like basically a meter long cable. It's it's relatively short for a headphone cable that you're going to use to plug into a stereo. It doesn't have like my my headphone cable for the Sony's that I have here has stretch in it. You know, it's yeah. coiled, so it stretches. It doesn't have any of that kind of stuff in it. Plus, from what I've heard, it feels cheap. Like it's really thin and... You know, and that could be problematic. So we'll see. Hopefully somebody will come out with a legit cable to plug that into stuff with, you know, something more like the headphone cable that I have with with my current uh, uh, Sony. What are they? The They're kind of like the industry standard headphones. Uh, MDR. Good grief. I need bifocals. Uh, 7506s. <laughs> that, uh, man, it's terrible. I'm going to have bifocals by the end of the year, I promise. By the end of 2021, 
about the 7506s is, you know, anybody who's got a pair of like studio monitor headphones have probably seen these or probably has one of these. It's just a very common uh, headphone. But that's the AirPods Max. So I may not buy buy a pair of those. And if I do, it's going to be one of those things where it'll be one of those things that'll fill a little hole in my my uh, equipment, but I'm not sure it's worth 550 bucks to me anymore. So yeah, hard pass on my end. All right. Will you have anything new to say about your MacBook MacBook Air? Just that I love it still. It's wonderful. Like very cool. I can do whatever I want on it and I can take it wherever I want. And uh, I've yet to run into, I've yet to run into any issues with power and like horsepower. Right. Uh, just yesterday I spent probably three hours working on a final cut pro project. Didn't for a second feel like I had a machine that couldn't handle 40, 45 minutes of video with screen overlays and words and like all of the stuff and all of the rendering was just super snappy. I spent another hour working on a motion uh, project that I'm going to use as an intro for some of our church videos that involved like nine different streams of video on screen at once. Didn't for a second feel like my computer wasn't meant to handle that really, really well. So yeah, like I was able to put it through more of its paces as far as like, you know, uh, intensive stuff yesterday and it responded amazingly. Um, so I'm, I'm happier with it than I was before just because I've been able to use it more and it's, it's everything I've thrown at it. It's handled with, with class and, um, stability and speed. So and my computer wasn't even, wasn't even warm after doing all that stuff yesterday. No, not, not even problem. warm. My 27-inch iMac, I was working on a very simple motion project the other day, and I was beachballing a little bit while I was working on the project. So really? that tells you a lot. I did reboot the machine that hadn't been rebooted in a while, so um, and it seemed to work a little bit better after that. But yeah, I had a few beach balls, which I thought was interesting. That always kind of makes you hold your breath. Yeah. Like, oh no. Oh gosh. <laughs> and this is a beast of a machine. I don't know why it should have slowed it down. So yeah, whatever. Do you have a lot of other programs open? I think I may have had a couple a couple open that were uh challenging the system. So but now that I've got it rebooted, I rebooted it fresh, uh meaning that I didn't have it reopen all the apps that I had open before. Um I do that every once in a while because I think it just it's a better way to to Re, and like boot up the machine so that it's not opening everything that you had open before it's kind of annoying when it yeah. does that sometimes but not that i do that every time but so today i really thought about doing like a top five episode you know just picked five things but i kind of had a issue um coming up with five things to talk about with this but um, being that it was just Christmas, I thought we'd talk a little bit about some of our favorite Christmas memories, Christmas traditions. Um, do you have anything that you can think of off the top of your head that was just a really cool memory, a Christmas memory? I have a couple in the bag here, but I'll... I mean, I have a, I have a funny one. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it is, it is referred to in my family's Christmas lore as Cosmo Christmas. All right. This was back, uh... I would have been in early high school, so freshman or sophomore year. 
Uh, and I'm uh, of my like, I think there's 13 cousins on my dad's side. Of those cousins, I'm the oldest uh, by uh, like three and a half years. And then there's like one of us for like each year for like 10 years in a row. This is key to the story because so I would have been like 14 or 15. So my next cousin would have been like 11 or 12. And then like, you know, 11, 10, 9, like a bunch of young elementary school kids. Mm-hmm. And my mom, made cosmopolitans the cocktail which if you ever ever had a cosmopolitan mitch you'll know you cannot taste the alcohol in because of the cranberry juice you just you cannot taste the booze my all of the adults were in the back family room and the kids we were just running around the house like idiots and the back room kept getting louder and louder and louder to the point where everyone's like laughing and screaming and like clapping their hands and slapping tables. And I'm like, I look in, I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone's toasted. <laughs> Everyone has had too many cosmos. So I get all the kids and I just take them all to the basement. Mm-hmm. Like we would just like hang out in the basement. And I don't think my mom has made a cosmopolitan in the f- almost 20 years since that's happened. <laughs> because so think, it was like that maybe they didn't realize the alcohol was there or i well you can't taste it yeah so you just you start drinking you're like oh this feels good oh i feel good and then let you know next thing you know everyone's a little bit uh over and my family's already allowed to begin with like we're all very boisterous humans not all of us most of us and so yeah the combination of a few uh a few beverages uh to that group was just uh and then, so it's, it kind of went down in, in infamy as as the christmas where everyone was a little uh jolly (laughs) it was a jolly christmas yeah i like it so really the whole reason i wanted to talk about this is and i'll i'll get this story out of the way right away um there was there was an item that i wanted for man it came out i I was a gamer when i was young and and so like i had an atari 2600 and and then uh not long after that, uh, one of my cousins got a Nintendo, like the original Nintendo system. And so and I would go over there and I would play with him all the time. Loved Mario. Yeah, we played Two Mario. in a dream. Here we go. Uh, we played we played uh, Mario and Duck Hunt like like it was the last two games that were ever going to be made. Duck it Hunt was, was amazing. Duck Hunt was cool. So there's this uh, there was this gaming system that was about to launch that uh promised you can take this now understand when when i was a kid a mobile gaming unit was literally like this little box with a couple of buttons on it and it was it was just like this little like such a simple lcd screen to the point that like the little characters on it, they could only like move their foot or something like that. So as you were like, I think I had double dragon or something like that. So you'd play <laughs> that through and it was nothing but like enemy comes in, you could kick enemy, you punch enemy, but it was, it was entertaining. Like it kept me busy, but mm-hmm. I think you can still get those um, games at like uh they're really cheap, but I think you get them at like a Walgreens or something like that. I mean, they're, just like the cheapest little games that you've ever seen. It was, it was, it was bad. Um, but that was mobile gaming for us when we were kids. And if you wanted more than one game, you had to have more than one of these little yeah, boxes because it only came with yeah. a game in it. Mm-hmm. So 
one of the one of the big companies decided, hey, you know what? We can make this. We can make a mobile gaming system that has cartridges that you can remove and play a new game. And I wanted this thing like you wouldn't believe. I begged my parents. I told my oh, I, I'll I'll do everything you ever want me to do if you just get this one thing for me. So one day, uh, maybe it was like two two or three weeks before Christmas, I was snooping in my parents' room. And I found, I found it. You were a bad kid, weren't you? I was a bad kid. Dude, (laughs) one thing you got to know about my family is we've got a mischievous streak that runs, runs through us. So yeah, I, I I always look for my presents. And this was actually the last year that I looked for my presents because I kind of ruined my Christmas for myself, but I found it and I have it right on the desk next to me because this is, this was a life changing piece of equipment. But I have the original Game, Game Boy, Boy. the awesome. original. You and still have it's, it. Wow! I still have it. And what's the game in it? Super Mario Land. Oh wow! That was my work. favorite game. It still works. I've had it on recently. So, yeah. So I love this thing. I mean, obviously, I don't play it that much anymore because I have a Switch now. But, but it's funny because for Instagram, at one point, I took pictures of this next to the Switch. And then I pulled out the the game cartridges for Super Mario Land and Super Mario Odyssey and put them next to each other. And it was just like really kind of a cool comparative, uh, like comparing the two systems between what they used to be or what the, the original system came out. Because like the cartridges that they have in the Nintendo Switch, you could fit like like 30 or 40 of those inside the cartridge that came with the original Game Boy. That's crazy. But yeah, so I got my Game Boy and this has been, matter of fact, I've got a case with games in it and see the game cartridges mm-hmm. um, over here. But, uh, but yeah, so I, the original Game Boy, that's one of my favorite Christmas memories. Cause uh, you need to, uh, I got my Game Boy. You need to put a picture of that in the, the show notes as per, I can do that. Not just making it up, you know, not making it up. It's right here. while we're on the topic of um, video games, I think that mm-hmm. Sega really 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 missed an opportunity with their naming of their systems mm-hmm. uh, they had sega genesis sega saturn sega dreamcast right should have been clearly sega genesis sega exodus sega leviticus <laughs> <Ba-dum>. <laughs> and they just they, you know swinging a miss sega missed it mm-hmm. yeah. i mean that would have been clearly for everybody on the planet they would have felt included in in that sort of stuff certainly All right. Well, you got a you got a memory or tradition or anything you want to talk about with Christmas? Yeah, one of the traditions that we've done for gosh forever is um, Christmas morning. We would have monkey bread for breakfast. Are you familiar with monkey bread? I've made monkey bread, so yes, I'm very familiar. It's delicious, and we would eat way too much cream cheese with it. Uh, and we always did like the, the traditional sweet variety, but in recent years we've done a sweet monkey bread and then we've done like a savory monkey bread and dude, it's so good. It's, and I, I'm more of a savory guy than a sweet guy anyways. So the savory monkey bread to me was like, Oh, I've been missing this my whole life. How come we've only been doing the, you know, the diabetes coated version of this. Give me the savory kind. Uh, and so we have it every year that I'm home at my parents. Um, so what's on the savory one that makes it savory? 
Uh, instead of like all like the sugar and all of that stuff, I'm pretty sure we did like everything bagel, um, seasoning, and um, there was a few other things I forget. I don't remember. All I know is it was delicious. My sister has the recipe. Hmm. I could probably find it. Um, but it's it's really really good. Hmm. Well, since we're on the subject of food. I will uh, share what's become kind of a new tradition for us, although my wife waited like two or three years to make it again. I have one piece left here next to me, by the way, right there. It is it is a fruit cake, and I put the uh, I put the recipe in the show notes for today. Um, it is it's actually Alton Brown's uh, free range fruit cake, <laughs> but this fruit cake is amazing. So. Not only do you have, instead of, you don't have candied fruits in it, it's dried fruit. Um, but that dried fruit is soaked in rum. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> you see where this is going. Um, it's baked. And then um, you take and you spritz it with uh, brandy every two to three days for anywhere from two weeks to as much as two months. So my wife decided to go all in this year and she made it in October. Oh my gosh. And she, she spritzed it every two to three days until, um, just about a week ago. And we have, like I said, I've got one piece left right here. Um, unless we get anything back from her work, but, uh, and she did when she sent it to work, there was a note on it that said 21 and older only. <laughs> no, really trust me. <laughs> Do not eat this if you're under 21, but we shared it at our uh, Christmas um, with my folks and stuff. And uh, just everybody, everybody really enjoyed it and it was good stuff, but that's, I want my wife to make this every year, but uh, I think the sweet spot really is around that month or so old. Um, because I think almost when you get to that, it's not leaking brandy at that point. I feel like it should be sitting in a puddle. Well, the crazy thing is, is because it's, because it's a mainly alcohol, it, it does evaporate quite quickly. So it takes on the flavor, but you, it's not so thick with alcohol that it's, uh, that it's nasty or whatever, but it is a very moist bread too. And and that's kind of the point of keeping that, the bread moist. So moist. My dad loves him some fruitcake, but I think he likes more of like the candied, that yeah. sort of, yeah. I don't know. That's okay for him. So. <laughs> yeah, we all kind of judge him for it, but mm-hmm. whatever. Good stuff. Do you have another tradition or uh, or memory that you wanted to share with Christmas? I mean, one thing that I do miss the, probably the most is Christmas Eve, we would go over to my uh, my grandparents on my mom's side. They lived around the corner from us, but both my grandma and my grandpa have passed away about four years ago and six years, four years ago and six years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandma passed first and then my grandpa um, after. And so we obviously don't do that anymore. And that was just, you know, one of my favorite things looking back on my childhood is, you know, stuff that I did with my grandparents and all the different traditions we had, you know, but like Christmas Eve dinner and opening the presents and, you know, just remembering like they got me a TV and my parents were super pissed about it. My grandpa was like, too bad. We're grandparents. We get to do this. 
<laughs> you know, or like, uh, yeah, just like the cards and like the remote control cars and like they always got us the stuff that like we didn't need at all. Right. Um, but was like always like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, and just like there's just you know pictures of us like acting like idiots, jumping up and down, and you know, not like my parents were always incredibly generous with the stuff that they gave us. Um, mm-hmm. but my grandparents was always like the, the super spoiled, like here's a super Nintendo. My parents were like, are you kidding? Like he does not need, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, and not that that's what, you know, Christmas is about, but when you're a kid, like your reaction to the game boy, right? Like when you're a kid, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's, it's the best thing ever. And, um, right. so not, not having that tradition anymore, obviously not having them around, um, anymore. Uh, isn't isn't fun uh so that is a tradition that you know i had for a really long time that that i no longer have but lots of really good memories looking back yeah no same thing here we uh my grandma and grandpa actually lived on the shore of uh, lake winnebago in wisconsin here and uh, we would go out there and we'd actually get the opportunity to go ice skating while we were out there. Um, you know, some years it was, it had been cold enough to to have enough ice to do, do the ice skating and stuff like that. But I mean, it was like, we were outside, you know, screwing around and having fun and, you know, it was good. So I will be honest. The thought of, of ice skating on a random lake is a bit terrifying to me. You know, I find, I find that interesting. Because it's totally commonplace up here. Oh, I I, I know it yeah. is. But where I grew up in the city, that wasn't a thing. We had people that would flood their backyards and make hockey rinks in their backyard. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Uh, that was a ve- that was common. Um, but like the lake that I lived on, Lake Saint Clair, is it's real, 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 real big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like so only only so much of it would freeze. And there would be people that would ice fish, and there would be little cabins out there that you would see. Mm-hmm. but just the thought of like going to like the local pond you know or lake and just hoping that it's thick enough and you're not gonna fall in now granted i'm assuming you guys would like measure i, I don't know how it goes but yeah just man that's not not a way i want to go no we just looked at grandpa and said can we can we go <laughs> ice skating and he's like yeah just go don't go out too far yeah if it's if you start hearing cracking turn around and come back because because no joke you would hear cracking like somebody shot off a gun you know it is it, you just because it cracked that far and it was that catastrophic that if if you heard that you knew okay it's it's on the verge of not being thick enough for me so i gotta turn around and go back we never had anybody fall in though but uh that's, that's uh... you i think you get that more on ponds than you do on lakes where people just don't know how thick the ice is and they fall through because in a lake, you got such a gradual, gradual uh, um, deepening of the water. I'm not sure exactly. There's probably a term for that, but that you kind of get a good feel for how thick that ice is. And where, like, if you're on a pond, I mean, you're pretty much it, a lot of times they get deep pretty quick. But we have a pond near here that we could go ice skating on. They do ice skating there every winter, but. But yeah, my, my, uh, pastor here actually, uh, he will, he, he is so freaked out about going out on any ice at all, uh, that it's, I just laugh at him. He, 
he moved up here from uh, Indiana, from Southern Indiana, down in the Evansville area. Yeah. And he, uh, he's just like, no, he's like, you guys are crazy. Cause he saw the cars out on, uh, out on Silver Lake here that, uh, it's not, it's a glorified pond, but you know, it's, they call it a lake. And, uh, he, he saw the cars driven out there and you know, where the ice fishing was and stuff like that. He's like, you guys are crazy. Why would you drive cars out on this? It's gonna, it's going to, uh, you're going to go through and now nah, we're, we're good. We know our stuff here. It starts getting warm. We get the cars off the ice. <laughs> so I don't know whose turn it is. I think I lost track, but I'll just bring up a, a tradition that I'm really fond of is my wife and I started doing mulled wine on Christmas Eve. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I love mulled wine. We have a, a winery up here, a Cedarburg a winery that is kind of in the Milwaukee-ish area. Um, I want to say it's a little bit north of Milwaukee, but, uh, we have the Wallersheim winery, not far from us and their sister wineries. And so that's where we got, we're introduced to the Cedarburg spice, which is their mulled wine. And, oh man, such good stuff. I could drink that all night. It's great. We only do one bottle because if we ever did more than one bottle, we might not get up the next morning. So... Good stuff. So that's that the stuff that you just you just heat up and go. You don't have to like add the cloves and the cinnamon and, and... um yes, but uh but we typically eat drink it at room temperature. Oh, you don't even warm it up. I'm not a big fan of it warmed up. It's just me. oh, but glorious. I love it. Yeah, but I really like it uh at room temperature. I'm a when it comes to wine, I really love red, deep, complex wine. You know, and that that kind of falls into that category because there's quite a bit of flavor in that. Yes, it warms it warms the body mm. on a cold winter's eve. Oh, did you celebrate uh, Christmas, Adam, the day before Christmas Eve this year? No. Is that a thing? Because that sounds dumb. <laughs> I was unloading a truck on on that night. No, man. You gotta, you gotta, you know, gotta celebrate Christmas, Adam. Then you celebrate Christmas Eve, and then you celebrate, you know, Christmas. And the same with New Year's, New Year's, Adam, New Year's Eve, New Year's. It's a. Uh... Hmm. You do realize if I have a chance to make a cheesy Bible joke, I'm going to do it. Well, that's two so far this episode. I know. <laughs> Three would make it a trend. So. Hmm. Three might end the podcast. We'll see. Well, you know, it is a number of the Trinity. So, yeah. All right. Anyway. Do <laughs> uh, you have anything to add that's not a terrible joke? The Detroit Lions. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. a terrible joke. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no. Well, did you see the end of, did you see the, the score to the game yesterday? What, 47 to 7 or something like that? I didn't see the the final score, but when I looked, it was like forty to nothing. And uh, yeah, I think it was forty-seven to seven. Tom Brady had four touchdowns and three hundred and forty yards in the first half. Embarrassing. I'm pretty sure he didn't even play the second half. Yeah, just embarrassing. Well, you know what? Let's go get another high draft pick that we can waste. Yeah, I was. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you because I know you've you've uh, you've stated that you're not rooting for him anymore. So embarrassing. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But hey, we fired our coach and our GM, so you know. 
we got that going for us. Um, well, speaking that's of really we, it about Christmas for me. <laughs> speaking of we, uh, the Packers are have clinched the Northern Division. Woo. Sitting Happy on top day. of the NFC or NFC conference right now, or the NFC. That, that was redundant to say NFC conference. Yeah, because the uh, the Seahawks have lost a couple in recent weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the Saints were on top uh, for the longest time, and then the, I think the Saints lost for the a longest time. Yeah, thank you, man. We're gonna have to cut all this out. This is crazy. <clears throat> Trying to think of what else I had. Oh, I had a good story from a few years back. My wife is is a a terrible liar, so she's okay with me saying that. She's just a terrible liar. So when she tries to play a prank on me or tries to surprise me with anything is probably a better way to put it. She can't pull it off to save her life. So a good, this is not the story that I'm going to tell or that I was going to tell, but I'll tell this in, in uh, relation to the one that I'm going to tell after that. But uh, I can't remember which birthday it was that I had, but we were up in the twin cities and she had planned a surprise birthday party for, for me. And all our friends were over at the, at the apartment waiting for us. And, and we're driving home from dinner or we went out shopping or I can't remember what we did, but, but we were out of the house and all of a sudden I started putting it together and I'm like, hun, you probably, you, you got a, there's a surprise birthday party at home for me, isn't there? Cause I'm looking at the time and I'm looking at that. She was really insistent about getting out of the apartment. And I'm, all of a sudden I'm like, and she just looked at me and she's like, you know, I can't lie to you. So I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> so we get home. And of course, yeah, everybody was there and they all said surprise. And it was good. And, uh, and it was fun. But uh, but yeah, my my wife is terrible at keeping secrets and can't lie to me to save my life. So anyway, we're we're at my parents place for Christmas. And we her and I had a kind of thing, uh, that happened, uh, over a couple of years where, uh, our, our presence kind of got ruined for the other person because one of us would be a little snoopy. One of us would ask a question and the other couldn't lie, you know, and it just, you know, it was terrible. So my, my wife was all upset at me, uh, because, she had gotten me something that she knew that I was just going to love. And I looked at her and says, well, did you get me this? And she, she couldn't like keep a straight face. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you got me that, didn't you? And I was like, oh, this is, this is cool. And at the same time, I'm like, shoot, I just kind of ruined my Christmas because that would have been a really cool surprise for, for, and she was quite upset with me about this. So this just shows the grace of my wife. We get to my parents' house uh, that year to exchange gifts and she gives me the gift. And, and of course I'm like, Oh, thanks hon. You know, I, I knew I was getting this, but you know, thanks you. Thank you so much. I love it. And, and I put it aside and didn't think much of it. And we're, uh, we're, everybody's opening gifts and every, everything's good. And, and every, we get all done with all the gifts and my wife excuses, her, excuses herself and goes off and, comes back with another gift for me and she walks up and she hands it to me and and I'm like what's this and she's like just open it and I was like okay and so I I opened up the gift and are you familiar with loot crate 
Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Super so, so this is a uh, loot crate is a, a thing where they, they send you like a themed box of just little goodies. And she got me one of these crates, but it was all star Wars themed. And if anybody knows me from the podcast knows that I love star Wars, you know, and so there was all kinds of really cool Star Wars stuff in it. One of the best gifts I've ever gotten for Christmas. And matter of fact, the uh, that um, that loot crate started my obsession with Funko uh, pop vinyls. So I'm I'm showing you the the one that came with that box. This is the this was about the time of the Force Awakens. When that when that came out, this is the uh, Han Solo in the li the little uh, blue jacket that uh, that he was wearing in the Force Force Awakens. So now I have a whole bunch of them up. They're all on the shelf up above me over here. But um, but yeah, that was a really cool Christmas and probably one of the coolest gifts I got from her. So very cool. Yeah. By the way, you love the flannel. This is such an obnoxious orange. I love it. I mean, it's there. <laughs> and my parents, my mom got me this. It was on my, it was on my list. So, but it was funny. Hey, so you were on Twitch playing chess the other day. I was. Yeah. My, my wife made a comment to me. Oh, uh, Cam's on, I don't know where she saw it on Facebook or something. Yeah. Yeah. So is that a normal thing for you or is this just kind of like, a, oh, oh, no, it's I'm I, I'm getting back into it. I used to stream back in the day, like three years ago. Yeah, I stopped and I'm getting back into it now. So. Maybe we need to play some chess on Twitch. My problem is those these three day games, I overanalyze everything. Yeah, if I do. Like, I like, like I'll play it out like. 10 or 15 turns down the road and then go back and, do... but you never do exactly what I think you're going to do. Sometimes you do. And then sometimes I'm like, Oh, okay. Like case in point, last time I thought you were going to move your Bishop or two turns ago, but you moved your pawn first and then you moved your Bishop. Mm -hmm. Got to keep you off balance. No. And the guy that I was playing on my stream, uh, was from, it was Christmas Eve and he was in Croatia and it was like 11 p.m. his time, and he said he had just finished his second bottle of wine. And I was like, I'm losing to a guy who's drunk. Like, this is not good. <laughs> this is not. This is not bode well. <laughs> yeah, the, this guy is. This guy is. You know, just toasted, and he's beating me, and I'm the mm -hmm. one making the stupid mistakes. Yeah. But. Some people just play better drunk. I'm gonna not find that out. All right. Um, well, what's delighting you today, Cam? Um, what's delighting me? Uh, I mean, I talked about it a little already, but my, my new microphone makes me very, very happy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I've, I guess, so like my, I'll back this up a second. My theme sort of kind of going forward is the, the concept of investment. So mm -hmm. investing in 
the relationships that matter the most to me, investing and in taking care of myself more properly, um, investing in the things that I care about, and then um, also investing, uh, you know, financial stuff. So, you know, that comes with, you know, so like the relationships that are important to me, like my relationship with God, my relationship with my daughter, my relationship with my friends, uh, taking time to invest in those. And then um, obviously like how I spend my time, how I spend my money, um, this, that, and the other thing. And so this microphone is a microcosm of that. It's an investment in something that I have been doing for a long time that is going to give me a professional piece of equipment that I can use for years to come. It scratches the, I got a new toy itch, right? Which is, which is a itch that I'm really going to work hard not to scratch a lot this year. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to do my best to save a lot of that money and then to invest it in, in, in more useful long-term beneficial ways. But so it scratches that itch, but it also is an investment in the things that I like to do and want to do more of going forward and how I choose to spend my time. Um, so while the microphone is great and I think it sounds awesome and it gives me the uh, some more flexibility, like I mentioned earlier with different audio projects, um, it also fits with what I want to do, uh, more proactively this year, which is to invest, um, in the things that matter the most to me and then kind of get rid of a lot of the fluff mm -hmm. that I don't really care about or isn't important or is a waste of time or isn't beneficial to me or the people around me. I remembered what I wanted to talk about, but I'll talk about what's delighting me first and then we'll finish, finish up with this. You, you said something in, in that, that, uh, triggered me to remember what I was thinking. Uh, but what's delighting me, man, you know, I have been playing a lot of Fortnite. We still haven't played together, Mitch. We need to change uh, that. Man, I was having so much fun playing Fortnite. I played a lot. Like, I'm on the new season. I'm sitting at, like, level 70 right now, I think. Dang, Gina. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just been fun. Now, I did purchase some levels, but uh, just, to, just to get me a little further, but... But I did took I took a little bit of uh, Christmas money and spent it on Fortnite because, you know, on a free to play game, I kind of feel like I have a little bit of license to do that because I didn't pay anything for the game. So I should probably give the developer a little bit of money when I'm enjoying the game so much. So, so oh, I yeah. think Epic Games has plenty of money. Oh, no, they have plenty of money, but, you know, they, they do good work and and uh, they deserve a little bit of something from me. So. But it's not whether whether or not they need it, but uh, but I I feel the need to give them a little bit. So, but anyway, Fortnite is delighting me a ton. I'm having lots of fun, and uh, my handle is Radio Mitch. If uh, anybody wants to look me up, I don't know if you can look look up people. Can you look up people uh, when you add friends? You have to search their name, I think. Mm, okay. Well, I'm Radio Mitch, so not hard to find. Yeah, and my name's Cam Brennan everywhere, even on oh. Fortnite and on Twitch. <laughs> and unfortunately, my uh, my Switch is upstairs. So, what do you play on? PC, but I play with a controller because hmm. I'm a child. I was oh, a console, that's fine. I was, I was a console kid, Mitch. So this whole like keyboard and mouse thing, I just I can't. I get so frustrated. Mm -hmm. Now I'm kind of the same way because I, I I've played keyboard and mouse before. 
And I just, I can't get used to like, oh, so you hit the E key for this and you hit the C key for that. And, you know, it's just, oh, I can't. I'm constantly looking down at the the keyboard trying to figure out what I'm supposed to hit to do stuff. So, no, I'm I'm right there with you. I much prefer to be using joysticks and... Though there are times when I'm when I'm hiding and I have a sniper that I get my mouse and I use that for some more precision because it's so much easier to aim with a mouse than it is with a controller. There's truth, but it's still fun. It's quite fun. man. I w- I had a perfect little nest the other day. I was sitting up in this spot and I was just I picked off like five guys in in this sequence before they finally figured out where I was. <laughs> but it was good. I like it. So. But I, what I recalled was um, Fitness Plus came out recently. Oh, yes. Yeah. Have you had, had the opportunity? I have. I have done. Uh, so I started with like the just the beginner stuff because like I've worked out mm-hmm. in the past and, you know, was an average athlete in my younger days. But I thought, you know what? Let's just start from square one just to see how bad a shape I'm really actually in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, and plus I just, you know, for science, wanted to see what the beginner classes were like too. And so I've done um, the beginner strength, like the 10 minute beginner strength, the 10 minute beginner's core, uh, the 10 minute uh, beginner's yoga, and then two of the mindful 10 minute mindfulness cooldowns. Um, and uh, I'll be honest, of all of those, the yoga is the hardest. Yeah, I did the 10 minute yoga uh beginners class yesterday. And actually I did it specifically because we were going to talk about or I wanted to talk about it on the show. Yeah. So I, I had to mean, at least do one thing. I really like it. Some of the yoga and mindfulness cooldown stuff is a bit like breathe breathe out your tension and breathe in kindness. And I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit fruity, that. but like but I I get the concept of like being intentional about like when like you're letting your breath out, like loosening your muscles. Cause like part of the yoga class is like when you're doing some of the mo the moves and I've never done yoga before. And I actually really, really enjoy it. I say it's hardest because I'm like, you're, you're planking and you're like doing that sort of stuff. Um, and it's a lot of muscles that I, that I don't usually use when I'm, you know, lifting my child or carrying boxes, you know, like the big strong boy muscles. It's a lot of the, like your core and your back and your, your legs and stuff that I really need to work on, frankly. Um, and so I've uh, I've enjoyed that a lot. And one of the things that I noticed is like we're doing moves, and he's like, "Now you sh- you might be feeling tension here. Go ahead and move your your, your head and do that." And it's like, "Oh my gosh, all the tension's gone on my shoulders now." I had mm-hmm. I was just clutching my shoulders out of just habit and not realizing, oh, I could, I don't need to do that right now. I can just relax and it's and so you can used to be very thoughtful about what the move is supposed to be stretching. And then letting everything else go and just being that thoughtful about your body, like helps me like, Oh, I'll be sitting somewhere and I'll realize like, Oh, my posture is not great. And so like my mind has already started to go places of like, where am I feeling tension? You know, this, that, and the other thing. And so that's been really helpful. Um, the videos are all really well done. It's super cool to see your stats on the screen from your watch. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I thought it was really cool to be able to, uh, to do the workout and to, and like, I never thought that doing yoga that I would, my heart rate would get as high as it did. 
you know, and so that was kind of neat to see because you're, you know, a lot of times when you're doing those exercises, you're not looking at your, your Apple watch. So, you know, it was, it, it was really neat to see. And, and the fact that like you start the exercise and right away your watch, you know, is synced right up with, with the screen, which I, of course I had to check that as it's counting down the start of the video. And I'm like, Oh, yep. The, the countdown's, you know, perfectly synced up. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it, I thought it was cool. I, I am really kind of tempted to actually get some equipment to, to work out and do, you know, rowing or, um, or cycling or something like that, you know, with, uh, with fitness plus because the, the Peloton thing has kind of, um, tempted me a little bit in the past. Super pricey though, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was doing some, I was pricing it out and they'll, they'll do like a per, a per month thing now, but it's 50 bucks a month for the, the bike and like 38 bucks a month for the service. So it's $88 a month, uh, just to, just to get your foot in the door. And I think that that's like a two or three year commitment on that. So, yeah, no, I'm good. But no, I really like Fitness Plus. I think it's a really cool thing. I'm really interested to see how they build it out because this is obviously just the start. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see them do Tai Chi, which that's something that I've always wanted to get into. And I would love to see them do live classes. You know, so eight o'clock in the morning, like we used to do Daily Burn, my wife and I. Mm-hmm. And they did a live class every day. So once you were kind of beyond that beginner um, focus, you could kind of, kind of take a, take this live class every day and you were doing it with them instead of, uh, instead of, you know, just following a video. So it was something different. And with all the data that they have, and I don't know if you've seen much with Peloton, but you know, they do a class where maybe they have, you know, a handful of people in the class and they can see everybody's, yeah, there's like a what everybody's doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's kind of, it's kind of neat that way too. I'd love to see something like that for some of the more intensive workouts and, and stuff. So very cool. Yeah. Fitness plus, I think it'll be cool. Yeah, definitely. And like, obviously they're going to have to expand it to other countries and, you know, like you said, there, there will probably be different categories or, you know, like sports specific, uh, you know, things as well. Um, mm-hmm. my last thing would be pretty interesting. Um, or even just scoreboards in general. Yeah. You now for classes, cause they're obviously, they have that data. I don't know what they're doing with it. They're Apple. So probably keeping it on your Apple TV for privacy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but it'd be an inter- interesting thing to opt in to see like, okay, in my age range, guys that are generally my size, you know, how are we doing? Right. Yeah. So pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty interesting. I'm glad that it's finally here. So very cool. All right. Well, next time we meet, it's not going to be 2020 anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) You know, I do laugh. The calendar flipping is going to actually change anything, but I was just going to say, I do laugh at people. It's like, Oh, I can't wait till 2021 and all this will be over. And it's like, Really? Wow, that's because not how reality works. Time, but what is, is a, time is a construct. Yeah. What's we, funny? We created this. What's funny 
is that the amount of people that are like, man, 2019 sucked. It was the worst year ever. And then 2020 came around. They're like, man, 2020. I'm like, well, we're trending in a specific direction, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. So let's just not get our hopes up. Can I get biblical on this for a second? Go for it. It's the birth pangs of the end, my friend. We shall see. Hmm. We shall see. Not saying it is the end, but uh, I think... You know, I I think when you start seeing this cycle where it's getting a little worse and a little worse and a little worse every time, you know, very much like what they talk about in, in scripture about the birth pangs. Because we had like you had the, the Spanish flu, right? 110 years ago. Oh, no, really bad. Then there was the Great Depression. Things got really, really bad. <laughs> then there was two world wars sprinkled in there. Yeah. And everything kind of came back to being it's waves you know they'll yeah, be they'll be waves. they'll be good here coming up and then it'll then we'll have another thing so mm-hmm. but anyway man we'll uh we'll end the uh episode on a positive note yeah on that high note <laughs> <laughs> there's hope all right well you can hit us up uh, or you can check us out on innerdialogue.show and uh, cam and i are both on twitter uh i'm at mitch craig and as, i'm at uh, cam brennan I was going to say, and as uh, Cam has stated, he's at, at Cam Brennan everywhere. So everywhere, very good. All right, I looked, I looked you up yesterday, and uh, just just real quick, I thought I'd do I'd do a quick little uh, search on Google for you, and I found a neuroscientist. Uh, goes by I was I was searching for Cameron Brennan, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, you have a neuroscientist that shares your name. And there was pictures, so I know it's not you. Yeah, no, it's not me. No, my my sister is. Uh, she just got her PhD in computational biology, so hmm. it's interesting. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too far removed from that. Outside of an absolutely zero desire to study that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Though I do have one final question for you, Mitch. Yeah. Do you think when the four horsemen of the apocalypse show up, one of them is going to give us a real good Ric Flair woo? I hope so. I mean, I, I really, really, really hope so. God has a sense of humor. It's probably going to be pestilence that's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! All right. Anyway, my wife just turned off the podcast because she hates that. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, anyway, that's all right. We're, we're, we're done. So, yep, that's it. It's over. Cam, Cam, it's been fun. I'm glad you had a great uh, Christmas, and I think this year has been awesome, and I look forward to another year with you. Agreed. Agreed. Happy uh, happy almost 2021, Mitch. Yep. See you around the corner. Yep. Goodbye, Cam. <laughs>